0: It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, com. We have made it to July. It is Thursday, July 1st. A couple of stories in the news. First, there was an incident in Providence the other night. Police were called. Adults were fighting. And as they're trying to break things up and keep the peace, people start running against each other. People had their children out in the middle of this. And then you have these outrageous claims from there's different factions of black lives matter one is this uh, blm PAC ri and this individual harrison tuttle who put out a statement after an incident like this now again police are trying to break up these are adults fighting they're trying to tell people listen it was hot uh it was right in uh, lower south providence stay on the sidewalk everybody like cool down chill out move apart don't keep going back and forth After an incident like this, if lawmakers do not support defunding the police across Rhode Island, they're actively endorsing the brutal beating and near murder of children. Police are killing our children. This is such an irresponsible, disgraceful, inflammatory statement made with one intention, and that is to try to inflame and make the situation even worse. Now, again, this is not—there's different factions of Black Lives Matter. This is not Brother Gary— this individual should resign because that is someone who was uh, anyone that has seen that. The police are called out to a disturbance. There were adults fighting back and forth, but instead of telling the children, "Listen, go inside the house," they all stand out on the sidewalk. They were all rushing around, kids are jumping in the middle of it. It was very chaotic. It was a disgraceful scene, really. But for the fact of someone to be in a leadership position and treated that way, and to make such defamatory inflammatory derogative lie statements near murder of children completely false police are killing our children wrong uh just a disgrace to have someone like that in charge of an organization now there's another story in the news that politico dropped and folks this follows vice president harris and it is apparently uh very chaotic in her office tense times dour atmosphere where people are just treated terribly this is what it was like for people that worked with her when she was in california this is what it was like when she ran for president it's not going to change she's the problem the people around her are the problem this was not a a fox news right wing this is politico that basically down the middle the report cited nearly two dozen current former aides administration officials associates pointed the finger at harris herself dysfunction And then there's this woman that works for her, Tina Florney, longtime operative chief of staff and gatekeeper. People are thrown under the bus, short fuses, abusive environment. That is the way they operate. This is the way she's always operated. At one point, I think her sister was even working for her, but these people feel they don't answer to anyone. They have no managerial skills. Sources quoted by Politico described an insular environment marked by a failure to get on the same page for big moments like the announcement of Harris's trip last week to the U.S.-Mexico border. On that occasion, the VP's underlings, including those responsible for making travel arrangements, were blindsided, left scrambling to make sure everything was in order. According to Politico, Florno, Florney's efforts to protect Harris from flack have led to dismissing or ignoring staff ideas um refusing delegate responsibility and unnecessarily prolonging decisions blaming those under her negative outcomes i guess they had a longtime donor so in complete control of who speaks with her a friend of harris who tried to connect the vp with a top democrat donor for a meeting waited weeks for response before being told harris is just too busy this is someone who's raised hundreds of thousands of dollars millions even for your boss and you blow them off Next time Kamala wants them for something, it's going to be like, hey, I couldn't even get a call back from you or your chief of staff. Again, the report recalls the final days of her abortive uh, 2020 campaign, which launched amid great fanfare, only to flame out a month for the Iowa caucuses. Days before she was supposed to drop out, the New York Times printed a resignation letter from the campaign state operations director claim this is my third presidential campaign i've never seen anyone treat staff as badly as these people folks that is the vp that is kamala harris this is she thinks she's a diva these she thinks she is just strutting around they want all the glamour of the job um you know you saw president trump at the border yesterday fully in control in command he has respect from those sheriffs he's dealt with those sheriffs he listens to the sheriffs he knows the issue with the border this campaign i mean they are now you know they're going to get a little bit of a break because it's we're coming into the fourth of july weekend the president is basically going to just start to be completely in the background i don't think you're going to see much of him this summer and and i don't you know let's let's be realistic after labor day it's not as if he's going to get more energy he's getting older uh he's going to get even older as the summer goes along they're going to try to keep him on a light schedule as much as possible but these these two these are two people who are not competent enough to run the country and as far as the, president biden you just will have to wonder who's making some of these decisions behind the scenes but i knew she she is just a creation of the media she did. She had great fanfare. She ran for president and it just flamed out. She doesn't have the proper temperament or it's surrounding herself with the right people, type of people and people and just incompetent. And that is, you know, that's not like one or two. You're talking about two dozen people. That is just it's that is what's going on in her administration. I've never been impressed by her. I knew it's all fake. And and you watch over the next you know several weeks and months the wheels are really going to come off so they're going to have the president in florida today touring the wreckage from that devastating story regarding the uh, condo collapse but um but it, it, anyone that thinks that that she is competent enough that could stand up and take up more responsibility they're absolutely kidding themselves all right that and in uh, a lot more and those just outrageous statements by the black lives matter pack Rhode Island saying that about law enforcement. It's a real disgrace. A lot more head. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. 508-336-7801. MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals. 508-336-7801.
1: or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com.
0: This summer, let J.K.L. Engineering keep you and your family nice and cool. J.K.L. Engineering, call them today, 401-351-7600. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts jkl it's going to be a hot summer ahead called jkl engineering today estimates are free financing is available remember with jkl 54 years in business reputation is second to none, especially for technical expertise customer satisfaction jkl is an approved national grid vpi installer they're also a navian certified factory dealer Call jkl for a system replacement oil to gas for a heat pump Estimates are free. Financing is available this summer. Call J.K.L. Engineering right now. Remember, they do it right. They do it right the first time. They'll keep you and your family or your employees nice and cool. Call J.K.L. 401-351-7600. Remember, J.K.L. Engineering, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts, a carrier factory authorized dealer. It's J.K.L. Call them 401 351 7600 this summer, stay nice and cool with JKL Engineering, 401 351 7600. Folks, you're listening to the John DePetro Show weekdays. We start at 11, we go until 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dePetro.com. Time for our legal segment. Joining me right now, Rhode Island attorney Tim Dodd. And Tim, boy, what a shocker. Apparently, this has been in the pipeline, but Bill Cosby, three years in prison caught the press conference afterwards, his legal team working on this, and uh, boy, a real stunner, but uh, the judge decided, boy, he did, in the course of justice, when you put a lot of the emotion away and put it to the side and enforce the law, I guess they determined he did not get a fair trial and set free from prison.
2: And this uh, shows the importance, as we talked about many times, that when you're on trial, trial counsel has to preserve every possible appellate issue. The appellate issue that got the case thrown out was a rather obvious one, which no one would have missed. Um, It was hotly contested in the course of the trial, but uh, essentially Cosby had two appellate issues. One was the trial justice, recall the first trial ended in a mistrial. So they have a second trial, new judge, new jury, And this judge allows the prosecutor to call, I think, six or more um, other women to whom similar um, conduct uh, befell them uh, by Cosby, drugging them and allegedly taking advantage of them sexually. The second issue was the prosecutor was allowed to read from transcripts from Cosby's own words in the, in the course of a civil matter where Cosby testified in a civil case with the assurance that whatever he said would not result in his being prosecuted. Yep. So he had a non-prosecution agreement. Now, the prosecutor who made that agreement, who gave those assurances at the time of the second trial, was no longer with the DA's office. There's a new DA who says, we're not bound by that agreement. We can Mm. use this. Trial justice very boldly allowed the prosecutor to essentially read into the record questions and answers from Cosby's deposition, where he freely freely admitted that he gave women quaaludes, and that he took advantage of them. That testimony um, uh, resulted in a substantial civil judgment uh, for Andrea Costant, the woman who then pursued him on this criminal case. Right. Um, That was always going to be the central issue. Did the judge err in allowing Cosby's deposition testimony in? Essentially, Cosby lost his um, Fifth Amendment privilege against self-incrimination. He didn't have the right at this trial to say, I'm not testifying. He Mm. lost that right and the prosecutor said, I've got this transcript and I'm gonna use it. Uh, The Pennsylvania Supreme Court found that that conduct by the prosecutor was unacceptable, that the trial justice committed a gross error, gross legal error in allowing that testimony in Um, determined that that non-prosecution agreement would bar any future prosecution of this case. So the door has been slammed shut on any new prosecution of Cosby in the future. Therefore, they couldn't try the case again and say, okay, let's try it again, but we won't use that transcript. Pennsylvania Supreme Court says, nope, can't do it anymore. This case is over. This is a free man. He's already done three years in jail. In incorrectly, um, it was not right that he went to jail under these circumstances. He is a free man. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court, John, never reached the question of whether the judge committed judge committed an error in letting all those um, other women testify as you know evidence of prior bad acts by Cosby.
0: Yep.
2: Typically, reviewing courts only get to the issues they need to to make a decision, and many times after they cut to the chase and make the decision on the most important issue, they will defer or decline to rule on everything else that's before them. So they didn't. They never read. I think there were, the trial judge was wrong to let all those other allegedly corroborating women come in. Um, that, in and of itself, I think would have been enough to flip the case.
0: Hmm. Tim Dodd, and also, if he had been allowed to stay out on bail, then he, he never would have been behind bars on this.
2: Oh, so I guess if you think that he did wrong, and it appears that he did wrong, he's freely admitted he did wrong. Um, he was wrongly convicted. He has been punished. He's 83 years old. I think he's legally blind. Um, so for better or for worse, I guess he received punishment, even though he received his punishment in the most incorrect legal way possible.
0: Mm. Tim Dodd, do you think, was it uh, the, because of the the amount of attention on the case that maybe the judge felt pressured to allow some of this testimony when normally, if it, if it had not been the type of high profile case it was and the allegations, because I mean, there were protests and activists outside the courtroom. And do, do you think did that, seemingly come into play of why a judge would uh decide and and rule the way that they did
2: it's it's hard to know i don't think any judge is ever going to say yes i i capitulated to the mm. protesters outside of my window um one never knows i mean certainly there are many cases where the um conduct and the decisions of the trial justice can be faulted Mo- one of the more famous recent cases the very peculiar conduct of judge ito in the oj trial uh being very deferential to some of the defense experts um almost like a fanboy with all the people Mm. that were coming to the courtroom and you could say we don't know yet what will happen on appeal but look at the chauvin case i think that judge made many questionable decisions Mm. and just like Cosby after sitting in the can for three years gets out and I'm not defending his conduct. I'm not jumping up and down saying, this is great. I think it's great that the system worked. I don't think it's so great that this guy who seems to be an unusually creepy individual is now back on the street, but with um, Chauvin, his only chance is to get a reviewing court who is not perhaps in,
0: We're speaking with uh, attorney Tim Dodd and we are going to go right ahead, Tim.
2: It it simply makes a ruling based upon the law in a very dispassionate way. And I think in Chauvin's case, not to drift away from Cosby, I think Chauvin's got some really excellent appellate issues, which could overturn the verdict and could give him a new trial. So when he sees what's this happened to Cosby? It may give him some hope while he sits in jail waiting for his appeal to be heard.
0: And Tim Dodd, what do you think of the 22 years that Derek Chauvin has been, uh, again, and the judge saying that he thought it was cruel and an almost unusual punishment of what he did to George Floyd? People are also wondering uh, why does someone have their mother testify saying, I think he's innocent, and then why didn't he throw himself on the mercy of the court more? Well... I...
2: I think the 22 and a half years was about right. He gets credit for the time that he's been in jail, which is not significant, but it's it's certainly some time. And when you're in jail, you're scraping and scratching for every day. You can get knocked off your sentence. The minimum was going to be in the 15 range. The maximum was going to be in the 40-year range. So um, I think that the judge made an upward departure, but he didn't crush Chauvin with something Mm. close to the max. So I I think the judge um, did about as good a job you can in balancing the equities between the victim and the defendant and the sentencing guidelines in Minnesota. Um, I think he got it just about right in terms of that. In terms of why Chauvin didn't do something more in terms of apologizing or falling on the mercy of the court or a big mea culpa, uh, I think what he basically said is, I feel bad for the family, but just wait, because evidence is going to be coming out, which will make you feel differently about all of this. Now, maybe he's got something new. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe that's the closest he could come to an apology. Yep. Um, based upon his outward appearances during trial, I didn't expect him to say anything, and I certainly didn't expect some tearful apology. Right. And if the family wanted that, they certainly didn't get it.
0: Yeah. Folks, quick break, a lot more. Turning Tim Dodd right here on The John DePietro Show. MEGA truck and trailer appear. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts 508. 336 2110, 24 hour mobile service, and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, Mega Truck and Trailer Repair, they can repair it. Call them today, 508 336 2110. 508 336 2110, it's Mega Truck and Trailer Repair.
1: Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? find Karen on the web at www.innovas.com.
0: For all your tree needs, call the tree trimming experts in Lincoln. It's Yankee Tree Service. Call them today for a free quote, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, 401-439-6028. Fully insured, tree removal company with a licensed arborist yankee tree service they provide various tree services including tree removal pruning land clearing stump grinding and bobcat service check out their website yankeetreeservice.com whether it's for tree removal or stump grinding yankee tree service provides stump grinding so you can enjoy your landscape without the eyesore of old stumps tree pruning you know many times a tree just needs to be pruned instead of completely cut down the licensed arborists with yankee tree service they'll help you decide what's the best treatment plan for your tree emergency service or bucket truck service they'll get up in the bucket call yankee tree service today for a free quote 401-439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com We're speaking with Attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, it is uh, all these headlines. I'd like to touch on uh, these headlines that there's a Trump indictments coming down the pike. And and boy, I mean, this investigation's been going on for quite some time. It's certainly ramped up. But um, I believe Attorney Michael Cohen is already gloating. They got him. They got him. Uh, what can you tell us about the, the, the team? Trump apparently has been pleading and saying there's there's nothing here or you don't have the case you think you have. But uh, it it seems to be imminent at this point.
2: Well, everyone is spinning. The prosecutors are leaking. Michael Cohen is crowing. Trump's lawyers are trying to downplay expectations. Um, Whatever the spin is from which camp you're listening to, it's going to shake out the way it's going to shake out. The way it sounds at this point is that members of the Trump organization are looking at criminal indictments, largely because they didn't report certain perks of employment that they received. So let's assume you're an executive with the Trump Organization, and it's either a perk or a um, bonus, if you will, or an inducement to come to work, you get a free apartment in a Trump property for a year. Well. That could be worth a substantial amount of money in Manhattan. Sure. So yeah. you get that benefit. Um, it's imputed income to you, but you don't report it on your tax return. If the government looks at it that way, then the um, underreporting to the IRS and any criminal involvement is borne by the person who didn't declare that perk or that bonus. As income, I believe there were cars that were provided free of charge, apartments that were provided free of charge, uh, "quote unquote" fringe benefits. Now, that would not reach uh, President Trump, right? The guy that seems most in the hot seat and potential for being indicted is Trump's former CFO, Chief Financial Officer, Alan Wesselberg.
0: Yep,
2: who as far as we know, has not flipped. And he's been with the Trump Organization since, I believe, 1973. He's been mm-hmm. the CFO forever. So he knows a lot of the inside plays within the Trump Organization. If, yeah. if the government can ever like, put enough pressure on him to get him to flip, um, the president might have more to worry about. Michael Cohen has been singing like a bird, trying to do everything he can to take Donald Trump down because he knows a lot of secrets in the Trump world and had many dealings directly with Donald Trump before he was president. And Alan, Alan Wesselberg's former daughter-in-law, Jennifer Wesselberg, apparently is cooperating big time with the, uh, uh, the prosecution. Uh, providing tax records, etc. She has an axe to grind because she's the ex-spouse of um, Alan Wesselberg's son. What she is apparently providing is tax returns showing that um, her former husband was one of the guys getting the perks and not paying taxes on those perks. So, although she's cooperative, and the media is all excited because. You know they got you know Alan Wesselberg's uh, ex daughter in law cooperating. The media is not going to be too jazzed unless it gets up to President Trump's level. Right. Sure. You know, if if junior people in the organization get indicted, um, it'll be a black eye for the Trump organization, and some of that could rub off on the president. But. Um, if there's no headline that the president's been indicted, I think a lot of the talking heads on mainstream media stations are going to kind of look a bit sad. Mm. With all, but John, with that, this is only the first round of indictments. More could be coming. More people mm. could be indicted. You know, you you the feds indict the first round of people, hoping to get them to flip, hoping they cooperate, and then try to move up the food chain.
0: Mm. Folks, I was speaking with Attorney Tim Dodden. Now, Tim, uh, within the Trump circle, former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani, um, he seems to have some challenges. We've been talking about this, and it goes back to his actions in court following the election, some of the statements that he was making. And it certainly seems now, I, I believe, that they're saying the, his law license has been suspended. He cannot practice law, in at least in New York.
2: Well, again, it seems like anyone in the Trump orbit... Um, is being prosecuted with a vigor that we rarely see right Um, all of the um, capitol hill protesters who the media keeps trying to say did what they did you know at the um, urging or because the president got so many people whipped up into a frenzy we know that's not true but the media keeps pitching it as far as rudy goes he has been suspended from the practice of law without a hearing okay. by, a, by a, a, a panel of judges. Typically, if you're going to be suspended, let's assume a lawyer is found to be stealing money from his client yeah. or her client and taking that money and going to the casino and stealing money from the client's account you know, for a significant amount of money. In Rhode Island, if disciplinary counsel found out about such activity, a recommendation would be made to the Supreme Court and that attorney's license would be suspended presumably immediately. That attorney would thereafter be entitled to a hearing to try to vindicate himself and get his his or her license back. What Rudy did was not criminal. What Rudy did was allegedly make representations that he knew to be false in a courtroom to a judge or judges. So there's a difference. If Rudy's on TV saying things which he cannot back up and prove to be false, and he's this spinning on television, that's not conduct for which I believe he should be suspended from the practice of law. Right. You would really have to parse through every transcript of every hearing he had in every state making representations about alleged election fraud to see if he was making materially uh, incorrect statements which he knew to be wrong at the time he made them. Every lawyer in a courtroom, when they're up on their feet, is spinning and they're trying to present a story in the light most favorable to their client. You can't lie, you can't make misrepresentations, but you can certainly try to um, utilize the facts as you know them to your best advantage. So there's going to be a lot of discussion about this suspension. If lawyers can be suspended for making arguments in court, which some judges of a certain political stripe don't like, then lawyers are going to be in for a very difficult time going forward. because this was not criminal, I think before he was suspended, he should have at least been entitled to a hearing. Yep. And and thereafter have a ruling versus we're going to suspend you now and we'll hear from you later. It seems hmm. to me in this case that was not really warranted. But yeah. again, there seems to be a very um, vigorous um, search and destroy um mission for anyone who has been in the trump universe which is a little disturbing whether you like trump or not you know right now it's trump's people who are being gone after with a vigor we rarely see someday in the future it may be the other side who's uh, receiving the same conduct and it would be just as wrong if it was being done to the other side
0: folks quick break a lot more attorney tim dodd right here on the john DePetro show Summers here you want to stay nice and healthy for you and your family pop in and see marie at it's my health 1099 mendon road in cumberland you can call her at 401-305-3585 it's my health right in that old white church di- diagonally across from davenport restaurant it's my health where you're going to find vitamins herbal remedies from trusted companies local products like i honey maple syrup Octave skin brushes, also over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. It's my health, where you'll find hemp and CBD products for oral and topical use, natural skincare products, hair care products, essential oils, body oils, and soaps. It's my health. Stop it and see Marie, 1099, Mendon Road in Cumberland, or call her 401. 401- 305-3585 shop local and stay healthy with it's my health right across the street from davenport restaurant we're speaking with attorney tim dot tim this uh tragedy horrible collapse of the building in surfside florida uh the latest it's it's somewhere close to 150 still missing somewhere in there 15 dead boy we're getting more and more red flags that they're Seemingly, were some, uh, there were some red flags, I should say, regarding the safety or the, just the, the basic structure of this. I think even in April, and, and this thing seems lined up for there's going to be massive liability on this.
2: There's going to be lawsuits yeah, of, of every type you can possibly imagine. Um, this is a case where the building inspector for Surfside, Florida, has already been suspended Apparently, in 2018, he gave this building a relatively clean bill of health. At the same time, um, the condominium in question was going through their 40-year recertification inspection. In Florida, what I'm learning is that if you're in a condominium building that's um, in the 40-year-old range, You've got to go through a recertification. Many of these things are on the ocean, close to the ocean, and you know, salt air is something that will um, accelerate wear and tear and decay, and that's exactly what's happened in this particular condominium. A friend of mine who has a condo in the forty-year range down in Florida. Each unit owner, they've been assessed for all sorts of things that need to be upgraded, repaired, reinforced. And in a year, they got like one special assessment of like $20,000, one special assessment of $40,000, and another one for like $30,000. And if you're in that building and you know it's 40 years old and you choose to buy there, you better know that when uh, your building gets to this particular age you could be looking at um, humongous expenses my understanding for for this um, one building had the appropriate um, upgrades reinforcements and renovations been done it would have cost about 10 million dollars and Further, I believe that the um, president of the uh, condominium association for this building was urging that something be done. And despite the urging to get at it with the work and start raising the money and assessing owners to get things started and take care of the most critical issues, Either the board didn't go along with it, I'm not quite sure, or the unit owners, when they have these meetings of all the owners, wasn't wild about spending that kind of money. So you could have the condominium board get sued. You could have all the owners collectively get sued. Um, A condominium of this type would have a master policy for liability purposes because You know, each unit owner John has to ensure the unit from the walls in, and yep. then the association has to ensure all the common areas, the roof, the exteriors, etc. There's no way there's enough insurance to take care of um, all of the um, deaths which we have so far, and we can anticipate or going to the death toll will go up dramatically as they continue yeah. to um, go through um and not to make an insensitive analogy but going through this destroyed collapsed condo is almost like the game of pickup sticks where everything that you touch and everything that you move causes a reaction amongst other pieces so it's not like just okay let's pick up this pancake layer of building and remove it um it's a much more um tentative situation it's um they're having a hard time and it's very slow going because when you move anything it disrupts other things Um, but the claims there's going to be claims against the the city the city inspectors um the engineering companies uh, anyone who's looked at this thing since 2018 and didn't um you know push the panic button that this thing is in serious disarray um, is going to get sued and apparently john this building was having salt water seep in which was literally decaying the concrete Ah. and a lot of the supporting structures and it was known and it wasn't being addressed the columns that hold this thing up where apparently uh, big, big pieces of it were sloughing off and falling into, like, the parking lot. It's unbelievable.
0: Ah, Wow. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of fallout there. Tim Dodd, uh, on Monday, the attorney for the three teens in West Greenwich, um, Jim Howe, he had a press briefing. This is the off-duty, we've learned off-duty Pawtucket police officer, Daniel Dolan, who I've also learned is being represented by Michael Colucci, who was the attorney for Sergeant Hanley. I thought he did a good job in the Hanley case in Providence, even though they didn't get the verdict they wanted, but I think they're going to get a jury trial next up with that. Um, but they seem to be, uh, I'm hearing from a number of people, they're surprised that the officer has not been uh, arrested yet. Um, so there's no charges against him, but we we have the videotape. Uh, the whole thing is 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 pretty disturbing regarding uh the the teens are denying they had any interaction with them and so it just still remains a very puzzling story of why this off-duty police officer felt compelled to go after these three teens the driver and honor roll two 18 year olds a 17 year old gun drawn and then shoots the driver in the left arm
2: it, it's, it's a very um, disturbing set of facts. Yeah. It doesn't sound like these young men were doing anything improper. Um, this cop pulls into the parking lot, yep. storms out of the car, doesn't really know who he's walking up to the window. The guys in the car could have had a gun themselves. He acted in a reckless and rash manner. Uh, the kids back up because they don't know who this guy is. He's no, not in uniform. Plain clothes. They yeah, don't know he's in who driving a white truck. And the officer proceeds to have his weapon out, shoots through the driver's window, smashing, yeah. shattering the window, and shoots the driver in the uh, luckily only in the arm. The yeah. kid's gonna be okay, but he'll have a scar, he'll have medical bills, he's got pain and suffering. Uh, He had the emotional trauma of being involved in this incident. As to the other two guys, although they didn't receive physical injuries, they were what we call in the zone of danger. And if they have claims for traumatic injury and emotional upset, those would be very legitimate and very viable claims. Now... The kids pull in. They go down the street and they pull in. They call nine one one. One of the kids is trying to stop the bleeding and look at this um, driver's injury, while the the shooter is, I believe, across the street, watching the whole thing unfold. Yeah. The cops show up. I mean, it, it's inconceivable that you know this plainclothes officer just shot a kid, chased them down the highway. Um, apparently there were no field sobriety tests apparently there was no um, investigation of this officer's activities from a criminal standpoint he hasn't been charged now what would make a cop act like that i mean maybe he was having a bad night maybe he had this had an argument at home who the heck knows maybe he was um intoxicated um That would make sense, but we don't don't know. We don't know if any field sobriety tests were conducted. We don't know what the observations of the officers who arrived on scene were of this guy. But if they didn't do anything, it's going to really look like they put this whole thing in the tank to try to protect one of their brother officers, which would be a very bad result here. Yeah. But let's assume these guys were driving down the road and they cut this guy off. Yep. Intentionally or mistakenly. Right. Doesn't warrant the conduct. How? Let's ass- let's assume this cop off-duty cop cut these kids off and they yelled out the window f you or they gave him yep. the finger or anything. There's yeah. there's no set of facts that I can think of that would warrant this cop getting out trying to box this vehicle in. They take off, and he pursues to shoot through a window. He doesn't know who he's shooting at. He doesn't know who's in the car. Um, It was the most reckless, outrageous conduct that we've seen in Rhode Island in recent memory. Now, if he is charged, he's got a great lawyer. Mike Colucci knows how to try a case. He's represented a lot of cops. He's got that particular niche on the criminal defense side, and he does it very well. The kids have Jim Howe. I've known Jim for 35 years. He's an excellent lawyer. Those kids are in good hands. I am sure there will be a substantial payday for them down the line. And if they do receive a substantial payday, um, it will be a very appropriate outcome based on what we know right now.
0: Tim Dodd, he's off duty. Is the city of Pawtucket on the hook for this? uh he's off duty but he's saying hey i'm an off-duty cop and the statement from Colucci was the officer said he saw something afoot and so therefore even though he's off duty he has to take action who's on the hook for this him or the city of Pawtucket? i
2: I think there will be some liability on both it's too early to say Um, okay but he was using his i I presume he was using his service revolver. He did. He I used presume that, that he. Yeah. I presume he. He claims. I think that he flashed his badge. Yes, um, that's right. And when these kids backed out, he looked at that like they were trying to flee the scene. The cop is in a very bad position here, John. It's yeah. inexplicable conduct. You can only guess right now as to what would have caused him to behave in such an irrational manner we can all speculate but right now we don't know the answer and if the cops didn't investigate didn't give him field sobriety tests didn't do anything of that nature we we may never know
0: Hmm. tim dodd the only thing i it's one thing let's just say I, i was trying to visualize and i've talked to a number of different police officers who were saying you know it'd be different if maybe they followed him off the ramp onto the into the pizza place and then he's getting out of his car and then the they're at a high rate of speed so then the car's coming at him so then he takes his gun out to fire but other than that it's hard to i I can't for the life of me figure out what would be the circumstances that he let's just say they had a weapon you think you would stand on the side then and take cover or he didn't the fact that he fired at the driver um and there was no weapon in the car I, I just can't I, I don't think we're ever going to hear the rationale, but I've just never heard of a scenario where that would be an appropriate use of deadly force. Tim Dodd, if that bullet had gone two inches to the right, instead of striking his left arm, it would have it hit the kid in the heart. Uh, and then there could have been three dead in the car because now the driver is incapacitated. But for the life of me, I mean, and I've spoken to a number of different police officers, no one can wrap their arms around. What what is the game plan there? What what was so moment of essence that you needed to literally shoot the driver to stop the car from from what from? I, I, don't I get it.
2: I, it. It's it's inconceivable, and yeah. this officer was not in any danger. Let's assume no. as he's let's assume as he's approaching the car, the kids instead of backing up drove forward to try to like ram him and then he shoots well then he's got an argument that it was for officer safety he felt his life was in danger and he fired in this situation he wasn't in danger the car was moving away from him he chased the car on foot and then shot so there's no argument that he can make that it was for officer safety Mm. at the end of the day like we've talked about with many cases The best thing he can do is shut up and say nothing. There's no story he can give that will pass the smell test. It's it's whatever he says, John, it seems to me, will sound preposterous.
0: You're right. Folks, he is our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, great job. Have a great fourth, and we'll talk to you again.
2: Thanks, John. Happy fourth to you and yours. Take care.
0: Mega logistics. They're there to help you. Give them a call today. 401-431-2300. M-E-G-A, MEGA Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokers for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies. You can depend on MEGA MEGA Logistics. Call them today. 401 401- 431 2300 401-431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MIGA Logistics. 401-431-2300.
1: Back in 2017, you had expressed
2: concerns about the membership of the all-white Baileys Beach Club, said that you hoped it would become more diverse.
1: Now, your family's been members, your wife is one of the largest shareholders. Has there been any traction in that? Are there any minority members of the club now? I think the people who are running the place are
2: still working on that, and I'm sorry it hasn't happened yet.
0: Blaming all on his ribs, or in a blue-blooded snoot, his birth was a black-tie fair. It's all who you know. That like Claus von Bulow, he just likes to be seen everywhere. He leads a privileged life with a white privilege wife. At Bailey's, they like their champagne. Life on Bellevue in a state that is blue. <laughs> You'll never hear Sheldon complain. the lead waspy crowds where four decades kept the jews away and bill cannot stay well he's not big on diverse faces bailey's beach club is his oasis. sheldon likes the clubs with
1: white faces Concerns in 2021, I mean, obviously, it's been four years. my remarks on the floor following the deaths of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd saying, you know, hoping to root out systemic racism in the country. Your thoughts on an elite, all-white, wealthy club, again, in this day and age. Should these clubs continue to exist?
2: It's a long tradition in Rhode Island,
0: and there are many of them. Jay Perry Paving. Always provides high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Residential, commercial, seal coating patios, get your driveway paved. Letter J J Perry Paving. 20 years' experience specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios and general masonry projects j perry paving they offer free estimates call them today at 401 732 1730 401 732 1730 you can also find them on facebook it's j perry paving get your driveway paved and if you're a veteran no one has a better package for veterans than j perry paving whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed j Perry Paving has your back check out the benefits of investing in asphalt paving affordable smooth safe to drive on aesthetically appealing asphalt can be recycled reused call them for a free quote today 401 732 1730 J Perry Paving licensed insured contracting company they will meet your needs no matter how big or how small and no one treats veterans better than J Perry Paving call them today 401 401- 732 1730 732 1730 for J. Perry Paving. Summer, continue to enjoy your best lawn ever with Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. Contact them today for a free quote, 401-392-1025 or online. Lawndoctor.com. A lot more Summer Ahead plus the fall. Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island, your best lawn ever guaranteed call for a free quote today 401-392-1025 find out also about keeping your family safe from ticks and mosquitoes lawn doctor of rhode island check out their website it's lawndoctor.com or call today for a free quote 401-392-1025